Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Hi, I'm Brad Thomas here with Drew Densick, and welcome to Bet the Edge on Wednesday, December 21st. Thanks to everyone watching on the NBC Sports YouTube channel. Coming up, Drew and I will talk some PL, post-World Cup, key matchups in the NFL for Week 16, and of course, give our best bet. All that and more coming up on Bet the Edge. Drew, I've been really excited to ask you this question since we haven't had a chance to talk. Was this the best World Cup, the Qatar World Cup that you've seen in your lifetime? Oh yeah, by margin. Um, it was incredible. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, it was historic seeing Messi win. It was historic yeah. seeing Argentina hoist the trophy. Uh, the final itself was basically a ma- like a, just a match made in heaven. Yeah, and um, yeah, it, it would, the whole thing was just incredible. The group stage, round three, of the group stage. There's so many memorable matches, memorable moments. Uh, and then to cap it off with that final was just icing on the cake. Although I got to tell you, man, it's definitely renewed my interest in, uh, you know, club soccer. Uh, it was yeah. so great kind of getting up early, watching, you know, watching matches all day. I'm going to definitely, you know, it's renewed my interest for sure. Um, can you help me sort of reset what's going on in the world of both the Premier League as well as maybe some of the other uh, European, uh, you know, heavyweights? Yeah, no, this is uh... – a. It's pretty interesting because every World Cup, it, it, it kind of happens during Euros as well, where there's these players like like Enzo who play so well and they start, you know, getting that, peaking the interest of other clubs. Like Cody Gakko is probably going to go for 75 million euro to, to United. Oh. It's going to change the landscape of a lot of these teams. But also, it's also going to be one of those where this is just a stopping, a stopping ground. So United might not be the last spot for a Gakpo, um, much like Delit going to Juventus now to Bayern, which ultimately makes the rich clubs richer. Um, for Premier League, the biggest loss and the biggest tree shaker, I would say, is uh, Gabriel Jesus uh, getting hurt and being down. While he might not have contributed as many goals as we thought early in the season, I do think I am a little more down on Arsenal without him. Uh, Nketiah is a great player, uh, and I don't want to take anything from him, but I think Jesus, in the way he plays off the ball, makes them much more lethal than having Nketiah there. So I would probably um, – I can't honestly say I'm going to take minus 223 for Manchester City, but if, if there are people who are interested in parlaying futures, I would probably parlay Manchester City at minus 223 um, with Napoli or Bayern. Uh, so Napoli to win Serie A, Bayern to win Bundesliga. Because just you think about what Arsenal have done – 
so far the start of the season has been great, but they haven't had to have a rigorous European schedule in a long time. Now losing another quality player, how are they going to survive when Europa heats up? And I know a lot of people are going to say Europa doesn't matter, but yes, those matches matter for the finances. If you want to sign players in the offseason in the transfer windows. So I'd probably find a way to bet Manchester City. Um, you have to parlay it. Like I, I couldn't realistically say you take minus two. 23 but what they have a five they're down five points i think they make that up pretty easily especially when you start to look at the advanced metrics and and how the advanced metrics are kind of pointing to the direction that there will be some regression set on arsenal very cool well uh, any chance that arsenal fall out of the top four within the absence of jesus i don't think so um because what arteta did to this team that was really important to me was he made them believe um you know Last season, they lost the top four on the final two days of the season. But a lot of that really was just because of the mentality that they had going into it. They were afraid to not make mistakes. When you go out there and you play fearless like they do, it's hard to, it's hard to lose matches. Uh, they're going to get points while they can. So I, I'd back them in the top four. One top four bet that was surprising to see this price would be Newcastle plus 135. I know it's a lot to ask of Newcastle, but if you look at the advanced metrics, Newcastle are either first and second in all of the important metrics. That's expected goals allowed. That's uh, expected goals uh, per 90 at home, which is really important because you want to get points every single time you're at home. And they lead the Premier League in clean sheets. So sitting at plus 135, they're not even a fully healthy or fit team, but they have guys like uh, like Almiron. Uh, Joe Linton's even playing great football. Um, Bruno Guillermes is playing great football. They have a, a talented, talented team uh and for them to be at plus 135 i, I can't believe i'm getting that price <laughs> well very cool i like that i'll ride some newcastle because that you know they they definitely they don't have the pedigree of some of the other teams near the top yep. of the board here which makes you know i think people expect if any team falls out it would be them but uh you make a great case plus 135 let's go they already got 30 points in pocket yeah it, what's crazy is liverpool's minus 176 to finish top four liverpool have struggled defensively and they're not getting younger on the defensive end like I couldn't imagine paying minus 176 for a team who's what almost seven to eight points out of the top four eight points I think out of the top four I haven't been impressed they're gonna be able to score goals but they miss Sadio Mane defensively they're getting old no offense to Virgil van Dijk but he's not the Virgil van Dijk of eight years ago so I just couldn't justify that price is there anyone that you kind of had your eye on no, I was using this as an uh, opportunity to pick your brain. <laughs> I don't follow closely enough to say one way or the other, but I like uh, I like all your points, and uh, I'll write a little bit of uh, write a little bit of Newcastle. I like this. Yeah, I um I had Newcastle to finish. I think it was top eight preseason, and I was not expecting this Newcastle. I thought this was going to be a Newcastle that went out there and they they it was one one a lot of 1-1 draws, and they just picked up points while they can. No, they're, they're shutting teams out, and, yeah. and they're doing it impressively. Um, so I, I like that there. One thing I want to say before we move over to, to the NFL is you talked about the World Cup piquing your interest in club soccer, and I, and I hope it did this to a lot of people who are watching, a lot of people around the world. FIFA is going to have a, a, a club World Cup, 32 teams, uh, 32 of the best clubs, group style, similar to the Champions League. I think that this is an opportunity that's going to be fun to kind of boost soccer, Boost sure. football before we get the World Cup here in America, because I want to see something like I want to see America have some Morocco success being the host country. Uh, America's never made it to what the, the top four. Man, that would just change. It would change everything. It would it put would. us on the map. It would make people really believe. I agree with you 100 percent. 
let's move over to uh to the nfl uh this is crazy the weather in the nfl is absolutely nuts uh we look at the saints versus the browns the browns total is 32 the lowest total since 2008 and i saw somewhere on twitter uh uh one of the super fans for the cleveland browns uh gab gaudi she wrote we live in we live in ohio she's a fan she's a browns fan we live in ohio and we have these low cold weather games yet they never help us out and i feel like that that remains true like a lot of these cold weather teams don't do well in the cold not like you would think they would or, or like the bills um the bills they're not built to run the ball uh 35 60 times in a game do you think this total is too low and, and, it, and it's playable at 32 for the brown saints game no no i've been involved in games like this before there's going to be yeah. 40, 40 mile an hour wind gusts. There's going to yeah. be there's going to be precipitation. Uh, the uh, real feel on the field is going to be in the you know uh, in the low teens. Uh, this is an absolute disaster of a game yeah. in terms of production and points. Um, I have bet into low totals to the over just because I didn't think the weather was going to be as impactful as people made it out. And I have absolutely lost my shirt on it. So I stay well away from these at this point. Um, and I think, you know, if you do, if you are inclined to play an over here, I think maybe just see how it plays out in the first half. You could yep. realistically have like a seven, nothing or a zero, zero halftime. The teams could, should slowly adapt um, to the conditions and they may be more effective in the second half. So I think if you want to get involved with an over you to jump in live or play it at halftime, I will not be one of those people. Though. No, I will not either. And, you know, I love college football player props. Anything over 25 mile per hour wind, you start to automatically look at quarterback unders. This is going to be higher wind and colder weather. So I haven't seen what the books hang these numbers. At. I think they're kind of waiting a little bit. I'm going to be on some quarterback unders because we're going to be okay. seeing stat lines of like 10 completed passes on maybe 15 uh attempts and yeah. it's going to be screens screen passes like it's going to yes. be short in short re really short routes um low so you eight. can kind of lick your chops on that yeah low eight out uh not yeah. a lot of long field goals a little bit of field position gamesmanship if no you know rather than attempting a 45 yarder you're probably going to just try to pin your opponent deep in their own end zone um so yeah field goal unders longest field goal under all that stuff is going to be fun to put in your pocket if you want to play some of the exotics yeah, I remember um, when I was on the show with you, uh, when it was the Rams, that was a bad weather game. And you took field goals under in the first half right. and absolutely smashed it. I, I, don't, I only think they attempted one field goal because the weather was so bad. I was like, I, I tell that, obviously. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, no, it was on, it was on Battle of the Bets. I remember yeah. that. I <laughs> that love was it, pretty sweet. That was pretty sweet. Well, guys, uh, before we move into the next section, I want to invite you to download the Roto World app to receive breaking player news all season long. Stay ahead of the competition by favoriting your favorite players on your rosters. Get the latest injury updates, player news, and much more delivered right to your phone. It's available in the App Store today. So let's talk some more Week 16 matchups. Um, this one kind of was a head-scratcher for me. Lions at the Panthers. Lions minus two and a half. And I think it was a, a head-scratcher to me because the money coming on the Panthers. Yeah. Um, is, the, is the Lions run over? I mean, they started the season terrible, one and six but they won six of their last seven. Uh, is their run of terror over? I kind of, I'm agreeing with you generally in the spirit of I was surprised Panthers money showed up here. Um, yeah. And it wasn't even really people tickling Panthers. It was sincere opinion that this should be inside three. 
Um, That's kind of wild considering how Sam Darnold has played. Detroit defense is definitely playing more effectively. Um, I think that last week there was a decent play against Goff in New York, in New York playing the Jets. Yeah. Just in the giant. And I think the handicap was pretty straightforward. It was just, Hey, let's, uh, let's fade this guy with tiny hands in a terrible conditions. That may be what's happening here again. Uh, it's going to be similar, not 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 anywhere close to Cleveland, but uh, there's going to be double-digit winds, um, you know, 20-mile-an-hour gusts, and yeah. uh, the temperature is going to be, uh, you know, kind of in the high 20s. So that may be what's going on because I certainly haven't seen anything out of Carolina that suggests they can find some form in this match to match what we're seeing from Detroit right now. Detroit's playing like a top-four offense. Uh, and again, their defense is getting substantially better, particularly when they go up, get to go up against, uh, you know, below average quarterbacks. So uh, Detroit are pass here for me. And I think uh, as this gets closer, if it looks like the weather's not going to be too bad, uh, I would expect you see this go back to three. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it, for me, it's lines or pass. And one thing that I was like confused about was how is Sam Darnold going to handle the pressure? Like Aiden Hutchinson, uh, since his first week in the NFL, where he kind of was getting acclimated to the speed and the size has been on an absolute tear. And that's what's really been propelling their their defense has been the, the defensive line play. And I don't, uh, Sam Darnold, like he strikes me as a quarterback who's the deer in the headlights when pressure comes towards him. Yeah, that's right. And uh, yeah, I think uh, you know the specialty pass rush that they're getting from Houston on top of uh, Hutchison kind of figuring out his role uh, has absolutely elevated that team. Yeah, no, I, I do. Let's move over to, to Giants at Vikings. Uh, Vikings, a three and a half point favorite total set at 48. Uh, we're playing indoors here, so we don't have to worry about the weather. Um, first, let's talk about the two. These were two of the craziest games of the week that each team played in. The Vikings mounting that massive comeback. And I'm sitting on the cruise ship trying to get cell phone <laughs> service to try to bet Vikings plus 700 because you can absolutely tell the collapse is coming. And then on the other side, you have the Giants involved in two of the most controversial calls in football this season yeah. with the offsides and with the null call on the pass interference. I think this line is uh, – it feels a little low to me. Um, you know, I know the Giants snapped that four-game winning streak – I mean, four-game winless streak. But I just haven't been impressed with the Giants since probably week – six, maybe seven. And that's kind of when the injuries started mounting up and people started to figure out that Brian Dable does a lot of gadget plays, a lot of yeah. uh, like window dressing in, in, in his play calling. And I think teams are starting to wise up to that. Um, do you have a thought on this game? Yeah, I, I had the same thought seeing this open at around three and a half, four. It looked surprisingly low. I think that to a degree, there is a potential motivational letdown here for Vikings having clinched the NFC yeah. North particularly in that fashion. Uh, the Giants are extremely well coached. Uh, you're right. They get it done with, uh, you know, they get it done with an unsustainable offense, surely. Um, but they do have Saquon Barkley, who is, you know, kind of regained some of his pop. Uh, he's had an amazing season, just a cr- incredible bounce back from him. Yeah. And I would expect that, uh, you know, he's, he's a factor in this game. Um, the total looks a little high to me at 48. I know you're talking about one of the, uh, you know, elite players in the NFL and Justin Jefferson and, you know, solid chemistry right now with Kirk Cousins on the other side of the ball against really a poor secondary for the Giants. But uh, again, with the idea that this could be a little bit of a motivational low here for Minnesota, uh, I think uh, this is Giants or pass under a pass. I, I was thinking uh, if I were to play this game, I'd probably look at Vikings team total over. Oh. Um, 
yeah, I, I just think that the Giants are going to do so much to, to, to make sure they're doubling, they're, they're uh, playing bracket coverage on Justin Jefferson. It's kind of make life easier for the guys who stepped up. Um, you, th- you think Adam Thielen's going to had a big game last game. Um, Osborne, now Osborne's shown that he can be a it factor in, a, in offense. That, those kind of games uh, where you, you come back from 30, whatever points it is, kind of give you fuel. But I'm not ready to trust their defense, even against uh, this New York uh, this New York offense, who on paper statistically don't prove to be a team that can move the ball. Yeah, I agree with your take on the Vikings, but I think you have to get a, a clean bill of health on Christian Derrissaw. He matters so much for them yeah. at left tackle, uh, and he came out of that game late a couple of times as he was trying to play through injury against the Colts. So if he gets the week off because they're trying to rest him up for the playoffs, then all of a sudden, uh, you know, this is going to be a, kind of a low-scoring affair, I think. Yeah, this is an interesting time uh, for handicapping NFL. Like, I don't lock bets in probably until Friday at the <laughs> earliest because yeah. – you know, most of these injury reports are BS. Like yeah. guys don't practice because they're giving their guys rest. Um, like right. you look, you look at that Eagles team. No one practiced for the Eagles yesterday. Like, of course not. Why would they? You know, the Eagles need to rest their guys, make sure they're healthy for the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, they fascinated by that game as well. But uh, yeah. some of these teams, some of these teams that have their playoff seating roughly locked up, um, you know, you're going to start to see them, you know, bringing a little bit different level of motivation to some of these games. Yeah. It's going to be, um, what do these wins mean to these teams? Like some teams, you know, they don't care about being number two seed. They want to be healthy. Uh, they lock up home field advantage. They're happy. Um, and they're content or, or if it's a game, they know they can win. Like, like I think the Vikings come into this hosting the, hosting the giants and they know they can win this game. It's not something they might need to sell out for. Yeah. Agreed. This is another game that I was actually really interested in. I'm, I'm going to either tease this game or bet it. I haven't decided yet. And this is Bengals minus three and a half at the New England Patriots. Um, total set at 41 and a half. The line opened at three and a half, stayed at three and a half, but the total has actually risen uh, by two points. Uh, <laughs> the, the Bengals, man, the Bengals continuously continue to cash tickets. I was on Bengals minus three and a half last week as a Tampa Bay Bucks fan. I was a little like, man, I'm not hedging my happiness, but I'm pretty happy that the Bucks were up 17-0. But then the Bengals did what the Bengals do, and they find ways to win. That was probably one of the worst Joe Burrow performances in terms of decision-making that we possibly mm-hmm. could have seen. Um, but they won. Not only they won, they covered the spread. Now they're playing against the Patriots team, who's number two in defensive DVOA. But I think their offense is like 25th in offensive DVOA. Matt Patricia and Mac Jones constantly going back and forth to each other because their offense is not clicking on cylinders. <laughs> Uh, Damon Harris, as he returned to practice, but still limited. Uh, Stevenson, a little banged up. Man, I, I don't know what to make of this game. I, I think I'm just, I feel like I'm jumping in into some scary waters because I know this will probably be uh, one of the top public bets of the, of the weekend. But, but how do you, how do you not bet a team who's, who's covered in 10 straight games? <laughs> um, so my general read is that the Patriots are not very good. But they do in you know this is a you know kind of a, a kitchen sink game for them, back against the wall. Uh, every kind of wrinkle you have in your playbook, everything that you can do to really you know get some you know make up some ground uh, for the wild card race, you got to absolutely come out of this game with the win. So you leave it all on the field. In that kind of context, um, you could see New England get out to a decent lead here. 
most of the market is moving to a flat three. People are believing in this Patriots team, despite all of the signal that says they're not very good. Um, and, you know, with the total going up, I think you can conclude that that means people think the Patriots are going to score here. Um, I would only, only, only consider Patriots first half in this one. The okay. Cincinnati Bengals are so unbelievably good at tweaking their defense in the second half uh, that the Patriots, even if they had like, say, a 17-7 kind of a lead at halftime, I would still back the Bengals uh, to get the win. Uh, and I would back, you know, team total under for the Patriots. So that's the general rule that I'm operating under for any Cincinnati Bengals game. And I think uh, this is probably maybe the most perfect example of when to try to employ that strategy. Okay. So would you consider uh, buying the Patriots up? I mean, you buy them all in, it doesn't land on a perfect 10. So kind of crappy. I, you'd want to hope more money comes on Bengals, I guess. Uh, I guess that's, and there's no way I would tease to nine and a half. Um, that's just not in my betting cards. So yeah. I guess it'd probably be a stay away if I, if I wanted to tease the Patriots. Um, and, you know, you don't tease totals. This is an interesting. This is a compelling game. Very compelling. I'm going to play Patriots first half money line. And okay. when that, when that cashes, roll that into uh, Cincinnati, <laughs> Cincinnati second half. Uh, okay. Okay. I, I, I'm probably going to play Mac Jones uh, passing under. Uh, Ooh, like the, Bengals have, the Bengals haven't had a 300-yard quarterback all season. Mm-hmm. I don't think Brady threw for 300. I, I didn't – What the hardest part about watching games on a cruise with no cell service is you don't get a chance to see the stat lines afterwards. So, like, I had no no chance to see the stat lines. And, you know, I literally just got off the ship, turned on my computer and did this. Um, so, I'm excited to see what that happens that game. Could you could you imagine if you did a, uh, a, a game double where you did Pat's first half and Cincinnati full game? I, I, I'm, I imagine that price has to be, like, plus 450. I bet you, yeah. It's going to be a big number. I'm going to look that up. Um, Brady okay. did just squeeze out over 300 last week, but it wasn't okay. pretty. It was not pretty. Okay. So that, I think oh. he's either the first or second quarterback to, to go over 300. Yeah. Know, a lot of that was garbage yards in that last drive. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's go to Commanders at 49ers. 49ers is a seven-point favorite. Total set at 39.5. And, a half. and uh, man, we've seen a little movement uh, down one point on the total. But nothing uh, on the spread. I, I think that this is a, a tough game for the Commanders uh, traveling on the road to across cross country, taking on the 49ers, who whose defense is very legit. Um, and one thing that I I've talked about this, um, you know, plenty of times where when you build a defensive line that knows how to get after the quarterback, it's hard to play from behind. And I think the 49ers are going to have the lead in this game for a good majority of time, which means the commanders are going to have to drop back. If you look at PFF's offensive, <laughs> offensive line ratings, commanders have one of the worst in the NFL. I don't yeah. care how mobile Taylor Heineke wants to be. I think that uh, Armstead, Bosa, they're going to be coming, pinning their ears back when they have a lead. I, I think seven is more than coverable. I think they could win this game 25-plus. Oh, wow. That's a big number. Um, I big. think that's it's definitely possible. Um, the idea that uh, – yeah, the idea that – the commanders are going to find success against this Niners defense, which is playing as the best unit uh, currently in the NFL. Uh, I don't, I take exception to that. They have had a relatively soft road. Their last two games when it were against the giants before that they played the Falcons and the Texans. So if you want to try to even capture what's happened in those four games, they're not even great results. They're not blowing teams. You know, they're, they're not putting up especially impressive, yardage totals and 
they're not being especially efficient in the red zone. Um, I think realistically, Taylor Heineke is very, very loose with the football. Um, he, you know, he creates a, an absolute disproportionately significant amount of turnover worthy plays. And the Niners are at, you know, they have ball hawks like Hufanga and that secondary that are going to make him pay the price. So, uh, I think Niners getting some defensive takeaways and some, you know, just in general, some, uh, you know, chaos, some sacks, all that seems realistic. Nick Bosa, this is sort of his opportunity to, uh, you know, continue to put, you know, create distance in the defensive player of the year market. We talked about it yesterday. He's now the favorite. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's uh, that's just mostly uh, in deference to how great this Niners defense is overall. So um, I like your idea of if you're going to bet this game to just go bananas on some mm-hmm. of the uh, alt spreads as opposed to just laying the seven. Um, because if we're if our you know if our you know if our theory is correct, uh, if Brock Purdy continues to play poised, and if the defense is giving him short fields and/or defensive scores, uh, then this could get ugly quick. Yeah, no, Brock, Brock Purdy has played well, and listen, last week I got kind of owned. Um, I, I parlayed Geno Smith INT with uh, Bosa sack, and nice. the INT didn't end up counting. Um, but oh, I'm going to play that. I'm in up playing that again. Uh, Nick Bosa's uh, sack price is going to be around minus two ten. Um, the INT is probably, I think it's about minus. I, I I don't have a fair price on that yet. Um, I'd have to think because I think if Ward plays, if Ward plays, we're probably going to see a minus one sixty. If yeah. Ward doesn't play, then I think it's going to be closer to like minus. I say one fifty. Um, he's worth yeah. ten cents of value there because he's going to be one covering Terry McLaurin, and that's going to be the number one target for Heineke to throw. Um, okay. So I, I I'd probably play that be a good parlay piece i think i think we see that i just can't imagine you target uh you target scary terry with ward cover him all game and you don't throw a pick yeah i mean it, it, and it, yeah like i said if you break down sort of the distribution of what taylor heineke is doing with his passing he is throwing yep. a lot of turnover worthy plays they're yeah. not all converting to ends but a team like the niners is going to be able to take those away Absolutely. Well, uh, just a reminder, if you don't have the NBC Sports Predictor app, go download it now. The contests are free and easy to play, and you have a shot to win thousands this weekend by predicting what will happen during bowl season and in the Premier League. There's also wow. 100,000 up for grabs by guessing the outcome between the Bucks and Cardinals in our Sunday Night 7 contest. Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. 
That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. It's time to get your swagger back with PointsBet Sportsbook. New customers can sign up now with the code BETTHEEDGE to get five second chance bets up to $500. That's five straight days of second chances where PointsBet will match your losing wager in free bets. So use the promo code BETTHEEDGE and enjoy more live betting markets than ever before. PointsBet, it's your move. New customers only. Must be 21 plus and present in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Virginia, or West Virginia. In partnership with Louisiana iGaming LP, DBA Boomtown, New Orleans. Second chance means that if any of your first five cash bets, that is the first bet per day for five consecutive days on a fixed odds market loses, you will receive free bets in the amount of the losing wager up to $100 each. Cash out is not available on all wagers and may not be equivalent to the initial Initial wager. Points bet can disable or suspend the cash out feature at any time. Additional terms and conditions apply. See the promotions page and terms and conditions section of the Points Bet website app for more details. Void where prohibited. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help in Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, or West Virginia, call 1 800 Gambler for crisis counseling and referral services or visit www.1800Gambler.net. In Colorado or Kansas, call 1 800 522 4700. In Iowa, call 1 800 Bets Off. In Indiana, Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. In Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. In Virginia, call 1-888-532-3500. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK. That's 467-369. In New York, call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Pennsylvania, call 1-877-770-STOP. That's 1-877-770-6867. In Louisiana. Get into our best bets. Drew, start us off. I see you like a dog. <laughs> I do. I think the Packers are live heading down to the Dolphins. Um, there is pretty obviously aspects about this matchup that favor Miami. Um, people, I believe, have put way too much weight on the fact that the Dolphins had three straight road games and now they're at home. Um, the idea of fatigue being a factor here is real in my mind. And I think that shadows into this game. It doesn't just, you don't get a hard reset of three very challenging weeks of travel. And, you know, in particular, the way that that game played out on Saturday night in Buffalo, like they left it all on the field and they didn't get the win. So Dolphins, I think, come in, could be a little bit uh, out of sorts to start the game just because of the fatigue. And the Packers, on the other hand, they're basically, they're not in control of their own destiny for a playoff spot, but they 100% uh, are playing right now with an offensive uh, vigor that is significantly better than what we saw out of these guys in the first part of the year. Some of that is, of course, chemistry improving between Aaron Rodgers and his wide receiver. Some of it is probably Aaron Rodgers just in general getting healthier. He was dealing with the thumb injury for the first half of the season, really. Um, the issue is maybe just how does Miami, uh, you know, how does uh, uh, Green Bay's defense get off the field with uh, that dynamic set of wide receivers that Miami brings to the table? Uh, I'm going to play Packers money line, hope that they can get out to a lead, and then I may take a little bit off the table uh, with just, uh, you know, some sort of live play on on the Dolphins because they are built to come back. They are yeah. going to be uh, able to, you know, just kind of make hay against the soft zone for the Packers. I um so you know I love fantasy football and I've Jalen Hurts uh but I always throughout the season I look for good spots good finishing schedules for the playoffs I'm number one seed 
Um, Jalen Hurts goes down, but a few weeks ago, I grabbed Aaron Rodgers just in case Jalen Hurts is down for my first round of the playoffs. I'd have Aaron Rodgers against this 22nd, 26th ranked secondary of the Miami Dolphins. So I just want to see a ton of points here. I want to see like massive stat lines by both guys. Uh, Packers are finally getting healthy. Aaron Rodgers healthy. Uh, Dobbs is back. Christian Watson playing excellent football. So um, anytime I see a shootout, I, can, I kind of see like whoever has the ball last is going to cover the spread. That's a fair read, man. Yeah, let's talk about my game. I did, I, I did say this is going to be my best bet. Bengals minus three and a half at Patriots. We talked about this so much. I don't think that the Patriots' abysmal offense is going to do enough to stay in this game. The Patriots are going to need, like, massive weather advantage, which I'm, people, don't for, people forget. Like, the way the Bengals play football, they think about Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and all that. They, they don't get a lot of push from their offensive line to run the ball. They're still a northern team in Ohio, used to the cold weather. I don't, I'm not worried about this cold weather advantage that people are going to talk about. I like the Bengals here. Um, it, it, three and a half is still still kind of fun to me. Uh, I think this line moves a lot. Uh, Johnny VTV, thank you for the note. He, he reminded us that the Bengals last week were the highest bet public team, and it's for good reason. The Bengals scheme so well against bad defenses, I mean, bad offenses. I'm shocked the Bucks went out to that early lead. But the Bucs look like look the best Bucks team that, that they, they have been all season. I don't see that coming from the Patriots. Uh, I, I think this is going to be one of those situations where the Patriots are going to have to bring in an offensive coordinator. I, I just don't see Matt Patricia calling these plays. Um, no quarterback wants to continuously throw these check down routes, these screen passes. It's just not fun playing quarterback, especially when you're not winning games. Yeah, that's uh, completely fair. All I will tell you is don't lose hope if the Patriots are taking an early lead in this one. Cincinnati will come back and get it done for you, I believe. Uh, and uh, just in general, the fact that you can get a three now instead of having to lay three and a half, that's pretty solid. Yeah, that's beautiful. I, I say this, that anytime the Patriots have a lead uh, this season, you could probably bet the other team. Uh, that absolute meltdown by Jacoby Myers trying to pass the ball back to your oh, immobile quarterback. Um prove that they, they struggle against las vegas that's all i need to say on that game drew this was fun man uh, i hope you feel better thanks for taking the time to uh to do this together and guys don't forget to check out nbcsportsedge.com for more information to help you with your wagers thanks to those watching us on the nbc sports youtube channel and if you're listening in podcast form don't forget to subscribe and rate us take care Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939.